You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. Hello, my name is Adam Marais. I am the Chief Information Security Officer at Arctic Wolf. So growing up, uh, like many people of my vintage, uh, I got into video games at a pretty young age. And boy, I just loved, you know, the stories, the visuals, everything about video games and even got into you know, some of the underlying code and things like that at an early age. And in fact, I uh, actually designed my own video game at, uh, I think I was about seven years old and sent my design into Nintendo. And they were kind enough to send me back a letter saying, you know, we don't take uh, designs from young children, but sent me some swag. But I was very interested in that. And that's kind of what got me started, my interest in computers and networks and all of that. But it was not till much later that I got interested in cybersecurity. So back in those days, and this was, you know, the late 90s, early 2000 timeframe, they didn't have video game design degrees, at least widespread at all. I mean, that wasn't even a, a thing. So... I actually went and got a degree in humanities. And the reason I did that was because they allowed you to cobble together a degree from many different disciplines. And so I was able to take, you know, coding classes, web design classes, as well as art and design and kind of put together a a degree for myself uh, through some connections I had. I got an opportunity to try uh, to be uh, an intern. I actually interviewed originally as as a writer and designer at uh, the video game studio that was uh, in my local area. And I was able to uh, get an internship and eventually turn that into a full-time job. Say I have kind of an atypical path to cybersecurity and to what I do today as a CISO. But, you know, I talked to a lot of people um, who came up around the time I did. And I think all of us or most of us have, you know, these circuitous routes. I was working in video games as a developer, leading a design team, and uh, 9-11 happened. And the attacks of September 11th had a profound effect upon me. And I decided at that time to really make a move to do something different. I really felt compelled to change my trajectory to something that was, you know, more focused on uh, protecting the nation, preventing something like this from happening again. And as I studied things that I could possibly do, uh, the FBI really jumped at 
out at me as something that I was very interested in. And so I started to make moves to be able to qualify for a job uh, with the FBI. Today, it would be much different. Back in those days, I didn't quite have the qualifications required. Now they're much more interested in people who have a computer background. So when I joined the FBI, I was assigned to uh, a smaller satellite office uh, of a field office. There were only four agents in the office. So I was doing everything from international terrorism investigations, counterintelligence, uh, gang interdiction, and including cyber. So I began cyber investigations almost immediately, and that just grabbed me. I had such an interest in it from the very beginning because it combined my interest and love of computers and networks with uh, everything I had been taught and was learning about investigations. I eventually became uh, computer forensic certified and, you know, was dealing with cases in large scale. So that was really exciting for me to do, uh, to participate in all those different kinds of investigations. Really, it came to the point where I really wanted uh, a new challenge. I loved my time in the FBI. There was a situation that arose uh, with my family where I wanted to change some of uh, the way I was working and going into the private sector really just seemed to be the answer to that. So I loved my FBI career, it was great, but really wanted a new challenge. And I really wanted the chance to work on a security program from the inside, see if I could build a world-class, best-in-class uh, security program. So that was the challenge uh, that I wanted. And it just so happens that uh, one of the things I did as an FBI agent a lot was outreach to various companies. We would offer to do a, uh, a presentation to the company. So we would give these presentations that were security awareness briefings, so I did a lot of these and I happened to give a briefing to a company called Qualtrics and that turned into an opportunity to interview with them and then they they uh, ultimately offered me a job. I was one of the first uh, security employees hired. I think I was fourth or fifth to focus you know, entirely on security. And that gave me the opportunity to help build a program almost from the ground up. And I learned a lot doing that. And that led to, you know, after four years of building that great security program there, having the chance to join Arctic Wolf. The reason I was interested in Arctic Wolf is because it's an amazing company that is focused on something that I saw was a huge gap in the industry. It was just an opportunity I couldn't pass up to, to join as the chief information security officer, where I would get to participate both as a, a leader of the business, building the internal security team, but also... Uh, offer my expertise in an industry and a vertical that I have a lot of uh, experience in, and that's security operations. Something I learned uh, really starting when I was uh, on the SWAT team in the FBI, that was probably where these lessons became the most readily apparent and that is that leadership is its own domain and set of skills aside from whatever it is you're doing. So you can be a great individual contributor, but once you start to have leadership roles, there's a whole different set of skills that you need to bring to bear. And I really started, you know, when I was in the FBI, I really started to work on and, and hone those skills. 
And so I really see leadership or management as taking the time to help your people find success. And you do that by setting the direction of the team. So whether that be a mission or overarching mission, I think if you really cover those things, you give them the direction, you coach, and then you give them uh, training and experience in their career, you're going to have a world-class team. As all of us know who work in cybersecurity, you're going to have those days where, uh, you know, you just feel like you got punched in the face. How I handle that is really returning back to my principles and what I really believe in. And I'm really passionate about security and helping people learn all the things they need to do to protect themselves. And I'm also passionate about people finding success in their careers and in their lives. That helps me get through that adversity. And then once you have a chance to stop and and reflect, you can look back and do a root cause analysis or after action review and say, what could we have done better? And once you've done that a few times, it really makes you resilient to adversity because it really helps you get through the intensity of the moment, knowing that you have these systems in place that will help you get there. And when you've done it enough times that it becomes habit or you're confident that you're going to do it, it really lowers that stress in the moment. The most important thing that you can bring is a desire to work in the field. Whatever it is that's motivating you, grab onto that, latch onto that. We really need people. So if you have that desire, come. Bring everything. Bring all of your life experience. If this is a career change for you, bring your enthusiasm. Uh, if it's you know what you're doing just right out of high school and into college, bring that desire. And then just be confident as you move forward. Figure out what area interests you. Get technical. Deep dive as much as you can. Give as much experience as you can. And then... Enter the field. Don't don't be afraid. Be confident and move forward. Hey all, Rick here. At N2K CyberWire, we're dedicated to continuously improving the quality of the news and commentary on our network. That's why we're inviting you to participate in our 2024 audience survey. It only takes a few minutes and your feedback is invaluable. Plus, you'll have the chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card as a thank you for your time. Head on over to cyberwire.com survey. That's cyberwire.com survey to share your feedback now. And now, a message from CyberBit. Mastering cybersecurity is like mastering a sport. You build muscle memory through rigorous practice. Then, you train as a team to foster cohesion while operating under pressure. Like athletes, cybersecurity professionals thrive on hands-on simulation. But traditional courses, certifications, and open-source labs won't build you a winning team. You need CyberBit. CyberBit offers a hyper-realistic simulation environment for your SOC, IR, and C-suite to refine your skills, all using the market-leading SIMs, EDRs, firewalls, and WAFs they use every day. 
Cyberbit is offering CyberWire listeners a free live fire exercise. Sign up your team now at cyberbit.com/slash cyberwire. <laughs> 